Chuck, 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 chuck. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hi, everybody. What's going down? It's me, the bear, Owen Benjamin. And I'm here to do a nice little live stream for you. I am, um, people keep, kept saying that uh, my house was full of Ikea furniture. I'm not in my house. I'm on the, I'm on the road. I'm in a hotel room because I'm spending a week with Steven Crowder doing Louder with Crowder shows. And it's been a blast. So far, we've been working a lot of hours, getting a lot of things done. And I'm really proud of what we've been making. So that's a good thing. I, um, one of the guys that was working there this week, this really cool guy named uh, Manny, Manuel, he drew that for us. He, uh, it was really cool. He was in the pitch meeting, hanging out, and he was just like, oh, it's an honor to meet you. And I, like, when someone says that, I'm like, there's a decent chance he drew me something. And, and he did. And so I think this is awesome. I want to get this to uh, Brandon, our merch guy. We got to make merch out of this stat. Um, if you want to get the Reluctant Warlord t-shirts, go to unbearablestore.com. And I'm on the road. We're adding Oklahoma City, I believe. Trying to get Nashville done, but there's, there's always complications. We're trying to get Birmingham or Birmingham. I'm so used to Birmingham in uh, England that I call it Birmingham, but it's uh, Birmingham. Alabama, man. But uh, Houston, Atlanta's going fast. If you want to see me in Atlanta in September, get tickets. And then I think uh, I got a, my buddy who works at InfoWars just hooked me up with a cool venue in Austin, I believe. So we're going to make that happen. All right. There's a lot to talk about today. I have some good stuff for you. And thank you for joining. If you can, tweet it out because I'm currently banned from Facebook for a month for a post about my tour and another post about uh, a Muslim compound in New Mexico training school shooters. Little update on that story. The judge heard the case and you know these people had murdered a three-year-old and uh, they were training the rest of the children to shoot up schools. So the judge heard it and said, you know what? Sounds good to me, good people, and they let them go. So they're back in the community because the judge said they did not pose a threat to the community. Meanwhile, Tommy Robinson was sentenced to 15 months in prison for live streaming outside of a courtroom or a courthouse about Muslim pedophiles. Here's the thing, guys. What we have in America is really special and it's going away. And it's going away a lot faster than I had hoped. Uh, InfoWars website is now down. Let's just take a quick second to talk about InfoWars Info real quick. And I will talk about them. And I will support them in their time of need because I'm not a pussy like uh, Ben Shapiro can be. You know, I, I, I just can't even listen to people these days when they slam Alex Jones in this time. It, it's just, it's tough to listen to. It really is. Because, okay, Ben Shapiro, uh, uh, Alex Jones said that, that the frogs are turning gay. They are. Even if they weren't, that's funny. The worst thing he did, and, and this has been verified, by the way, because I, I had never seen the tape of him saying this. And um, I think it's wrong that he said this. But he said that the uh, right, right well 
uh, I can't remember that, that that school shooting in I believe Connecticut. What was that? The Newtown school, and he, he said that it was all uh, it was a it was all fake. He said that it was uh, completely synthetic. I think that that's a pretty pretty bad thing to say during a tragedy. Um, whether it was true or not, I, I don't believe it was true. The government's done way worse stuff, by the way. So don't think that that's not out of the realm of possibilities. But I think that that's a pretty rough thing to say. He apologized for it. And he also is that guy that will that will jump to conclusions really quickly. And many times it's entertaining. In that instance, it was uh, rough, to say the least. But he apologized, moved on. That's the deal. All right. Compare that to some of the left-wing conspiracy nut jobs on CNN. They said that Donald Trump went to Russia to be urinated on by Russian whores. All right. Now, what, what Alex Jones said had an effect on, on uh, a handful of families that were directly affected by the Newtown or Newton uh, shooting. And that's tragic. That's awful. And, and people, you know, will talk about that, but that's the nature of journalism. And that's also the nature of entertainment. And when you have someone who straddles the line like Alex Jones does, things get, things get weird. And that's, that definitely sucks. All right, now think about what CNN did with the Russian prostitutes urinating on our president. If you think about the family affected, Donald Trump has children and um, he has family members. That's the same amount of true as the, uh, the school shooting being false. Like what Alex Jones said and what CNN said have the same amount of truth to it. That it's the same amount of could it be true? Same, same exact thing. Now, not only did like a little kid's dad get told in, in the press like thousands of times that his dad had been urinated on by Russian whores. Okay, the thing about the American president is they're the most powerful person in the entire world. And America depends on trust. America depends on its quote-unquote brand is freedom, trust, is a responsibility of the Oval Office, all that stuff. So when a president gets sick, like the flu, the stock market will tick down. That's how, that's how much pressure is on the president. So when you say something like the president was urinated on by a group of uh, Russian prostitutes, you're opening up the possibility of war. You're uh, destroying markets in places you can't imagine. You're, you're affecting people's pension plans. You're affecting uh, the image of America that could lead to the downfall of, of our civilization. It's so much worse it's tough to even fathom. And the responsibility that a place like CNN and MSNBC have is so much higher than Alex Jones. Because Alex Jones doesn't hide the fact that he's a wacky guy. You know, he'll sell boner pills one minute, talk about Jesus the next minute, and then talk about the frogs are gay. CNN is supposed to be, they're, they're telling us every day that uh, they are the unbiased news source. They're, they're reliable. And they're played in every airport and every gym in America. They're played in the lobby of every hotel. It's creepy, right? So they have responsibility to be a little more accurate with their, with their, their facts. Alex Jones' uh, Infowars, they're, uh, 
their slogan was today's news or tomorrow's news today, which is basically saying uh, we're we're trying to predict stuff. We're running and gunning. It, it, it's an admission of conspiracy talk. And by the way, this is the creepiest part that I don't understand why people aren't more awakened to this. There was a conspiracy to take down Alex Jones. They call him a conspiracy theorist. A conspiracy does not mean something is false. There was a conspiracy. People conspired for 9-11. That was a conspiracy. So when Apple and uh, iTunes and Google and Facebook and Spotify and all these places and Facebook, they, they secretly met to take down Alex Jones. That's, that's the definition of what a conspiracy is because they all took him down on the same day. Alex Jones, ironically, was proven right in his character assassination and cyber assassination that happened to him. Now, Infowars.com has been taken down. And this is one reason why I don't get crazy behind BitChute, even though I have a BitChute account and Gab and all this stuff. None of it matters. If we lose this fight, and it's a cultural fight, all of our websites, hugepianist.com, where you can get my last three specials and tickets to my tour, all that stuff, these are all governed by bodies that are not sovereign to the United States or international bodies. You can't get a domain unless uh, you're approved by these bodies. Like, InfoWars can be taken down without adhering to the laws of the United States of America. BitChute could be taken down. Any of these places can be taken down. So it doesn't matter. It's appeasement means you get eaten last. That's one reason why I don't say drive everybody to the newest site. That that happens all the time. Like when MySpace was going down with pedophiles, everyone's like Facebook, and then it became like Twitter, and that became. It, it, I, I'm old enough, and I'm I'm an OG man. I've, I'm old enough to see this this pattern. Steven Crowder became a fan of mine from MySpace. He was talking to me yesterday. He was like, I would have been nervous to talk to you back in the day because I used to watch all your videos on MySpace. You're one of the biggest comedians on MySpace. And I thought that was so, so, inter so interesting to me. And I'm having a blast working with him again. And uh, I'm about to, I'm going to talk more about um, this week and what we're up to and what he's up to and just give him the respect he deserves because he is just a great human being. But uh, so don't think that a new website will save you. It's almost like how Joe Rogan thinks that the newest trendy thing will save him. You ever notice that? Where it's whether or not it's freezing his body or flotation tanks or the newest type of weed or, you know, ketogenics or psychedelics or, you know, the earth is flat, the earth is round, or we didn't go to the moon, we went to the moon. Like those guys are always adrift. That's the one thing about Joe that I, I feel genuine sympathy I'm not going to say pity, but sympathy, almost a pity, of how he, des he, he desperately is looking for something to believe in. And, you know, one minute it's that, uh, like, you can tell that he's like almost this child trying so hard to have something to stand on. You know, like when he was talking to those scientists about um, Gobekli Tepe and all this stuff. And you can see it in his eyes, just like, give me something true. Give me something that I can believe in. And the thing is, this is what I found with atheists, that atheists don't believe in nothing. They believe in anything. And I see that 
with him especially, where it's like something will something will save him. And it keeps changing, like like just daily, what will save him. You know, whether it's universal universal income one day and the next minute it's it's free markets and the next it, it's like that's how people are with internet sites and they don't realize that the governing principle of all of it is freedom you can't bail on youtube and go on bitshoot like it's going to save you it doesn't save you they can take down the website like that the whole thing they're looking for is consent from the people and too many people are conceding, you know, Infowars is down because he's conspiratorial. What about ancient aliens? You ever watch ancient aliens? What if the whole what if thought process is extremely manipulative. And right now, CNN is doing something so horrific. It's tough to put into words. This Omarosa stuff, Omarosa is, a, is like a, she's Awful. She has no name. She has no word. You cannot trust this person. She's a disgruntled employee who is already disgraced by the same company that is now believing her that she says there's tapes of Donald Trump saying the word nigger that that definitely don't exist. This is this is so bad. And it's like, yeah, Alex Jones may say that a shooting didn't happen and then apologize for it. What CNN is doing could cause war. It could change the outcome of the midterm elections. It could make people not trust America. It could devalue our dollar. It could out spies in parts of the world. It, it's never ending what the outcome and the, and the results can be when you um, disgrace a president falsely. And, and all these people, these people that I once thought were cool people, these L.A., Comedians. I still follow some of them on Instagram. I, I guess it's some form of masochism. I'm going to start on following all these people because it's so depressing when they're like, uh, Donald Trump called Amarosa a dog uh, because she's black and a woman. Like, I can't believe this is America where black women are dogs. Ben Shapiro did a laugh out loud funny section of uh, his show yesterday. It was literally, I, I laughed out loud because he did the Trump voice. And he gave every example of Trump calling someone a dog. He's called, no joke, probably 100 people dog. And Shapiro crushed it. I think Shapiro is so, so funny. I even told him once he should get into comedy, but that would ruin his, his political aspirations. But he's like, he's a dog, dog. Like, you got to listen to it. It's insanely funny because Donald Trump just, it's more about hating dogs than it is um, Amorosa being a dog. It, it got to the point where, where Shapiro pointed out that, uh, where it's like, what's he got against dogs? So what they're, what these, what these people are trying to say is that, um, you can't criticize black people because if you criticize a black person, you're racist. Even if you use the same words that you would use on white people, that's, that's cancer. You can't walk back from that's terminal cancer. That's not just being sensitive. That's not, that, that's terminal. That's trying to create a priest class. That's trying to create racial divisions in America that you can't walk back from. And the reason I figured out why they are demonizing white uh, American males, because we pay 80% of the taxes. And if you're stealing from somebody, taxes are theft. They're theft. I, do, do I have a, a proposition for you guys to get around taxes? I don't currently. I don't see a world without a government. 
I think government is fairly evil, but that's not my thing. But I am going to explain to you something that is my thing, and that's human nature. If you're about to rape someone or steal from someone, you demonize them. That's why there actually is an argument for not referring to women as sluts and whores and bitches and cunts. Now, does that mean you can't use those words in in humorous ways or when you're really mad at somebody? Of course not. That's when the PC stuff goes too far. But if you find yourself or you see people that are always referring to women, just not not a specific woman, not someone who just uh, had sex with your brother while you were in a relationship with her, you can call that person a cunt because you're, you're personally mad at that person. If you just refer to women as sluts and cunts, that's a way to degrade them to do something bad to them. It's like why I don't like white trash. I don't like when people call white people white trash because it's dehumanizing. And, and usually that it, – it, I don't think that you take the humanity from the people. The people are not affected. If you call women sluts, it's not like women then think they're sluts. That's the argument with uh, the word nigger that I find appalling. Where if you call a black man a nigger, that doesn't mean he feels like a slave. You don't have that power over them. But what it does do is it, it, it opens your, your mind and it opens your eyes to the fact that that person is up to some shit. Who's calling everyone these names. If someone refers to all black people as niggers, they're racist. They're trying to set something up. They're trying to justify violence. They're trying to justify something in the future. And it's, it's at the soft early points, but it's no good. And so all this demonization of white males is because there's an ongoing theft of our money. 80% of all government funds come from white males. So therefore, and, and most of it goes to black females, right? Black women pay the, the least amount of taxes of anybody in the country. Black women only take taxes. If you look at the, the like, of who's paying taxes and who's receiving government funds, it's white males are being stolen from and the money has been given to black females. Therefore, the black female is seen as this Christ-like character in America where they can't do anything wrong. And uh, the white man is this, this awful, <coughs> racist, grotesque cause of everything horrible in the world. That's basic crime 101. You demonize who you attack. And that's why there's so much propaganda against wealthy people, because they're stealing from wealthy people. Wealthy people pay the most amount of taxes of anyone in the country. So that's why that's going down. And as much as Ben Shapiro was just very funny, he's been just pissing me off to a degree where I, I, it's not like, fuck that guy. It's like he has to, I, I don't like right conservative virtue signaling as much as I don't like left wing virtue signaling. Like having to, 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 Praise SJW gods is so annoying where it's like Al Jones is rancid, piece of shit, horrible. It's like, shut up, dude. You would never do that about, you know, there's so many groups that you just don't do that about. Like about, about, like even take, uh, take, uh, who's the, um, Netanyahu was saying that Iran was building nukes in the nineties. Isn't that a conspiracy theory? Does that make him human garbage? I don't believe he's human garbage. But the point is, you can't pass judgment like that. Especially on someone who just, who's at the front of this culture war. And, and Daily Wire's next. 
And the thing about Crowder, Crowder is one of the few conservatives I know who's also a fighter. The reason I listen to some people on the alt-right and I'll listen to some people, uh, some white nationalists and stuff like that is not because I agree with what they're saying. I'm I'm not going to pull a Ben Shapiro right now and be like, they're just human trash. They're in a trash can. No, of course I don't agree with what they're saying. Of course I think that their policy ideas are laughable, but they know how to fight. And the whole conservative holier-than-thou shit, it doesn't win in fights. Straight up, it doesn't win. And now that Alex Jones has had Infowars.com taken down, and this is for something that CNN does daily, it's like to then trash him and bash him at the very end to say, but I don't think his free speech should be taken away. It's like, dude, you just did the damage. It's over now. Like, you just turned him into human garbage. You made him so low on the human totem pole, a business owner, uh, an entertainer, a provocateur, a father, an American, a patriot, a Texan, all these things. You just took that human being and made it a lot easier to take away his freedoms. And that is ridiculous. And for that, I think Ben Shapiro sucks. And it's like, because he's not fighting, he's surviving. Crowder fights, man. And, and this week with Crowder has been amazing. And Crowder's been having a stressful month. And he, and I'm not blowing smoke. He inspires me. He inspires me in the sense that like things can go wrong in his life. Unexpected things can happen. Things can, can go ways he never thought would go. He gets attacked all over the place. He's, he's, but yet he's, he's running the show that everybody wishes someone would do. And I told him this, you know, and he was like, him and his wife were like, thank you so much for coming down this week. Like, it means a lot to us. I'm like, it means a lot to me that you're making something. You know, so many conservatives and so many non-leftists are like, well, we need to compete against these people. We need to make our own thing. It's like, yeah, I hear that all the time. And no one does it. You know, I try to do these live streams every day. I try to produce specials. But like Steven Crowder has a team. Steven Crowder has a plan. Steven Crowder makes a show that can, that can compete in production quality of any late night show with one one hundredth of the support and budget. And he does it every day with his family. And it's like, so I told him, I go, I, I'm, in football, one of my favorite things to do is to block for the quarterback. And I'm like, I, I can be a star. I can be a leader. I can be the guy that everyone puts the spotlights on. But like when I see someone else doing something that I can't physically do, and it's that important, I'm like, buddy, you got me every morning for writing and anytime you need me, I'll come down. And I'm like, because you're actually doing it. And this is all you people should do, need to do is just simply hit the like button and support, share it, become mug club members, become uh, support me. Uh, any of that stuff is, is what your responsibility is to do if you care about any of these things. Because you should be trembling when you hear about Infowars.com being shutting down. You should be trembling that Pornhub.com has gotten rid of Alex Jones to virtue signal. Do you understand Pornhub.com has scenes of, of women that most women in porn have been horribly abused as children. A lot of them were runaways. They're, they're being fucked 
by like 10 guys just covered in cum. And I'm saying this graphically for a reason. That site is virtue signaling against Alex Jones. That site isn't taken down, nor should it be taken down. But to think that our values are to burn Jones, but not porn, that should make you tremble. And I'm starting to realize some people are my friends. I have this, this, this bad habit. And it is bad. This isn't me uh, like fake like uh, fake bragging, one of those humble brags or whatever. I really do have a problem with loyalty. Where I will be... Is, is someone trying to get in touch with me? Hang on. Hey, give me a call when you can. Okay. I have a problem with, uh, with, with being too loyal to people that have done brave things. You know, if someone's like helped me in times of need where I'm low and someone's helped me, or if someone's, I've watched someone be uh, courageous, I'm loyal to them like to a ridiculous degree to the point where like people are telling me like, dude, these, like these people aren't your friends, man. And I'm to the point where I'm like, yeah, you're right. Fuck it. Like basic decency shouldn't be, um, I'm not going to give indentured servant to the people who do what I believe to be just basic decency, you know, like someone was talking about that where it's like just admitting that there's a difference between men and women and there's not a thousand genders doesn't get you my life loyalty. Like you have to be good to me. You can't slander me. You can't turn your back on me when things are rough. Like I'm going to stand up for myself like that because I, I have this, I want, I want to like encourage people to be the best they can be in their life. And I have that like coach kind of vibe, that coach mentality where I'm like, yeah, you know, I want people to be rewarded for when they're, we're good and honest. And I want them to be not rewarded or punished when they're not. But I think that I overdo it when someone's just good. I, I like, I, I just let them walk all over me. It's pretty weird. And this is a point I really want to uh, make before I get out of here. Um, I wrote some notes that I wanted to uh, keep. Oh, one compliment I will say about Crowder is when the camera stops rolling, like nothing changes with him. Like what he says on his show is exactly who he is. And I think that's one thing that him and I have in common. And this brings me to the main point I want to say, and then I'm going to read the super chats and then I got to go uh, shoot some sketches. But um, speak the truth, and I'll tell you why. Don't do it because, do it for your own good. And I'll, because this is the, the fundamental thing that a lot of people don't realize is someone is always smarter than you. Someone is always more experienced than you. Someone can see through your lie. Because what I see with liars, a lot of times liars are, uh, are, are, are they don't understand how obvious their lie is to someone else. And there's people that they can lie to and they'll get away with it over and over and over again. But then they'll meet someone that sees through it. And obviously there's a moral reason to not lie, but I'm giving you a, a reason, a practical reason to not tell lies because it, it, it'll, it'll unwind your entire life. Like I'll give you an example. I've, I've been with a, a decent amount of women. I've, I had a, a fairly uh, adventuresome life and now I'm happily married and monogamy is not only easy for me, it's, uh, it feels extremely natural with Amy and I, I'm very happy. And 
I, I want, I, I've in the past uh, tried to explain that to people. And in a way where I'm not just like the whole, we never fight or when we first started dating, there was no problems. When we first started dating, we had problems, man. I wasn't grown up yet. I, I, there was times when, when, um, like I would still seek sexual attention from women, like on online and stuff. Me and Amy had to get through all this stuff. Like I, I had huge personality flaws. I thought monogamy was a trick in a way. I did. And the reason I'm being honest about this stuff is there's no reason not to. There's no reason not to say your truth. And because there is no your truth, there's just truth. And I was, exp- I was explaining one day about why you should settle down and why monogamy is so important. And I said, um, being with a lot of women is like watching only the first act of a, of a really good movie. And you just keep watching first acts. Like you keep watching these great movies, like The Edge. I just recently watched The Edge. It's one of the best movies ever made. But I'll give you an example that everyone knows, like The Shining. You, you watch the first act of The Shining and then you're at a party or something and people are like, oh, did you like The Shining? You're like, not really. It was just about uh, a guy in a hotel who's trying to write a book. You don't know that movie. You haven't experienced that movie. All you know is what the movie shows you in the very beginning. And that is a Groundhog's Day-like hell that you will experience if you are someone who's just with a lot of women. And once you settle down with one woman, you can become, it's like how I am with Beethoven, where every day I learn something new about Beethoven and I appreciate Beethoven on a deeper level and you have better sex and it's just, everything about it's better. And I came up with that and I said that and so many dudes have written to me like, that's exactly what it is. If I had said, settle down because you know, that's what God wants. And uh, as soon as you meet the person that's special in your life, everything clicks into place. That's not true. Like when you just meet the love of your life, things don't just click. It's not true. And people that have been through it know that. They would know I was a liar. There would be people that didn't know I was a liar. There'd be people that hadn't had that experience and they would be like, Oh, that's so inspiring. I would get all the inspiring stuff. Hey, you're so inspiring. But it wouldn't be true. Want well, to know what's true? Is what I just said. That's the truth. And that's the thing that will actually uh, show people what I'm trying to say, which is settle down, be monogamous with the person you love. There is nothing to find in strangers and women. And I was lucky that the women that I have slept with in my life were typically good people. And I think that was attributed to comedy. I think that like the fact that I would have women that would become um, attracted to me from comedy and just kind of want me um, usually were like women that ended up in relationships and happy and good hearted people, because I think my comedy was kind of uh, conducive to intelligent women with decent values versus like I have rock star friends that or movie star friends where they just attract the power uh, moths, like moths drawn to power, just just anything. And they're usually like horrifying. So that being said, I, I did luck out in that. Like, that's why I don't have any crazy stalker stories or crazy, you know, just someone show, showing up with a gun or something, you know, because that stuff can happen. Like, because a lot of times if you're 
if someone's willing to have an affair with you or if someone's willing to uh, sleep with you on the first night from a bar, there's a good chance she's crazy, like legit crazy. So that's something to watch out for. And also, um, even if you have the best case scenario, which was my life, where it would be women that genuinely connected to me and didn't want anything from me, uh, it still is nothing like monogamy. Like monogamy is freeing. It, it, it allows you to have a life. It allows you to, to know because so much energy and so much time and so much emotion is spent um, chasing down women. If you're dating a bunch of women that once you have that, that marriage based on trust and love and respect, you can, the amount I've learned since I've been married, the amount that I've, I've explored mentally and politically and spiritually and the skills I've acquired is, is just, and the business I've created is, is unbelievable. And that would never happen if I was waking up next to some chick hung over in a, in a town. I don't know. No, because my whole life would be just getting out of that. So that's, that's something I want. And, and that applies to every aspect of life. Like don't virtue signal. And that includes conservatives. We all see through it. We all know that you don't need to bash Alex Jones like that. We all know what Alex Jones is. Everyone has an uncle like Alex Jones. Alex Jones is the real life Archie Bunker. Alex Jones is the real life wacky uncle that thinks, you know, something's going on with everything. He's not human trash. So when you do that to try and appease a constituency, know that that constituency is most likely lying as well. That we all know what's real. It's obvious. And, and, and the internet has shown us so many aspects of truth and so many aspects of society and so many aspects of people's lives that there's no going back. And if you think you're going to go on one of those old GOP tickets or old uh, roots of like making sure you shake the right hands and kiss the right babies and, and appeal to the right unions, that's gone. There's elements of that, but that isn't going to be the future. And that's why they're trying to take down the Internet. The Internet is being taken down. And that is not conspiratorial. The conspiracy guy has been proven right. Infowars.com has been taken down. He has been banned from all social media in a, in a hidden conspiracy where they met, colluded, and took him down. They proved his point. Who's next? Listen, I didn't even know this was possible because they were only doing it to stuff I agreed with. Child porn. You know, I want, I want child porn taken down. I want, you know, actual Nazis attempting to overthrow the government taking down. Like those are things that, that I would never even think of now that they're invading more and more space. This, this, this is a, uh, this is a no win situation. This is, this is, and, and for Ben Shapiro to do that, I, I'm singling him out because there's a million Ben Shapiros. There's a million people that, um, that do this, that are like, they have to virtue signal. They have to say Tommy Robinson's far right. They have to say far right. Ben Shapiro's right wing. So what, far right? What's that, writer? Writer wing? Oh, is that worse than you? Now you're trying to say that the wing itself is bad. If more of something is bad, then is that something bad? Now you're starting to get into some real shit. And I've had this bizarre loyalty to Ben Shapiro because uh, the Daily Wire would publish articles when I was getting hammered down. And for that, I've allowed so much of his bullshit to slide. 
And so, and I, and I've defended him in times when people were coming at him and stuff, but like, fuck that guy. Like that he's, he's going, he's for himself. And I'm starting to realize that a lot of people that had my back at that time were just simply using me as, as, as fodder for their own arguments. And, and an example of, um, why they're right. It's not that they really helped me. It's like, I don't need it. And it's like, I don't have a lot of allies in media at all, but I don't want to, to say something that isn't true. And I just can't fucking stand hearing that shit. I can't stand hearing someone calling someone human garbage that has just had their life taken away. That's why I went down this alt-right rabbit hole. And, and I, I, that's why I kept listening to Vox Day, because everyone said Vox Day is the most alt-right guy. Uh, that's also like intelligent and not like completely incoherent. And of course his policies are wrong, in my opinion. Of course uh, it's not a group of people that I want to be associated with, but they're not, they're, they're no crazier than the people on CNN. They're no crazier than socialists. They're no cra- Alexandria Cortez, I believe is significantly worse simply because she doesn't even have any pride in her country or, or, or the future or children or family values. You know, Vox Day is a Christian. Vox Day doesn't believe in, in the abuse of children. So it's like, why would, would Ben Shapiro reach out to members of, of the left who believe in aborting children, something that he considers modern slavery, like aborting children, like, like killing the unborn, but yet someone on the alt-right is, is demonic. That's, that's a lie, guys. That's someone trying to acquire power because, you know, it's not about middle ground. No one's trying to find middle ground. There is no middle ground on abortion. There's none. You can't possibly have middle ground. That's like middle ground on slavery. What, do you only own, own someone one day a week? It's a fundamental principle. So, so when, you, uh, when you do that, when someone's like, oh, I'll, I'll have anyone on the left on or I'll be on the view or I'll buy, it's like, but you won't associate with the alt-right. It's only because you're trying to get more voters for a future uh, run. You're trying to get more power. You want more money for your fucking birch gold advertising. It's, there's something fairly sinister about that. And I just want people to understand it's really obvious. And it's not always obvious to people that, don't, that haven't heard it. That's why people like me keep getting banned or, or deplatformed or shadow banned. Or I'm sure people will start calling me human garbage again. But... Once you hear this argument, once you hear this way of looking at something, things become so obvious and it almost starts, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Like once someone pointed out that Joe Rogan agrees with any guest he has, I can't listen to the shit anymore. I can't listen to him agree that Lena Dunham saying she wishes she had an abortion. He understands that. I can't listen to him agree with socialism one minute and then agree with Schiff about gold the next dinner. It means that person is adrift. And like, what's the point of listening to anybody if they're not at least not lying? My motto, I might be wrong, but I'm not lying. And that's a fundamental in, in this day and age. And because and, scary things are coming. Very scary things. <clears throat> and some people, some of these barnacles are now clinging to the, to the sinking ship instead of just trying to build their own ship. You know what I'm saying? And... That's why I'm, I'm saying what I'm saying right now. Oh, I'm going to play a, a comedy clip as well as uh, 
read the super chats. Uh, I'm on tour soon, hugepianist.com slash tour. Uh, you can support this show, patreon.com slash WDTL or hugepianist.com slash subscribe. And when people are like, oh, well, I, I only do your website, not Patreon, because Patreon is a bunch of libtards and all this. It's like, yeah, I mean, I'm down with that. I'm down with either one you want, but just know that PayPal and uh, Squarespace and the domains themselves, they're all up for grabs. They're all, you, you just keep retreating and, and digging trenches and retreating and digging trenches. All you're doing is giving the enemy uh, new land with a bunch of trenches. But it's important to speak the truth now. And because it isn't going to start war, in fact, it, it, the, it's the only thing we have to, to defuse anything. Because we all know, we all know what's happening. And the, accept the acceptance of lies has been the downfall of so many nations and so many families and so many individuals that we just can't do it. And I don't know, man. Let me play, uh, I'll play you something funny just because I don't want this to just be so heavy. And, and uh, someone animated uh, a, a stand-up bit of mine. But uh, what was I just going to say? Because, yeah, bad shit's coming, so prepare yourself and speak your truth as long as you can, because who knows how long this is going to